Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus. It's a, a video series that uh, helps us understand, that, that teaches us, uh, that comforts us that when we pray the Psalms, uh, we don't pray them alone. We pray them always with Jesus. And uh, for us, again, to, to take heart uh, that this great high priest of ours, our Savior, our brother, uh, is the one who is right there with us, uh, praying the Psalms uh, right there, uh, interceding for us and uh, in this sacred way we've been crucified with Christ and he lives in us uh, so we also pray the Psalms um, uh, with the the understanding that Jesus himself is praying them in and through us so we learn to pray by praying the Psalms with Jesus now of first importance when you pray uh, the Psalms you're going to come to understand by by the gift of the Holy Spirit the teacher that these psalms speak of the person and the work of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. All of Scripture speaks of that, that the Messiah would come into the world, uh, that he would suffer, that he would die for the sins of the world, that he would rise on the third day, rule and reign, and one day reappear, right? Um, and so before his ascension, Jesus appears to his disciples and uh, speaks to them about this. In Luke chapter 24, verses 44 through 48, Jesus uh, says to his disciples, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and then he says specifically the Psalms. And then verse 45 of Luke chapter 24, it says that he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. And what were they to understand? What was the revelation that Jesus himself gave to his disciples? Well, verse 46 of Luke 24, he says to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled. That is written in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms again. He says, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So the Bible, specifically, you know, the Psalms, uh, it's a book about Jesus Christ crucified, dead, and risen for the forgiveness of sins. So as we as we hear, as we read, as we study, as we memorize, meditate upon the Psalms, uh, we're going to listen, we're going to receive, uh, we're going to be asked to respond to the story of Jesus. Again, that story being for the forgiveness of sins. So the Psalms then, with that as our understanding, the Holy Spirit opening our minds and our eyes to see that, the Psalms are about the incarnation, that the Son of God takes on human flesh and dwells among us. Uh, they're about the ministry, the teaching of Jesus. Uh, they speak of his active and passive obedience. The, the active ob obedience is that Jesus, the Son of God, fully the Son of Man, keeps the law perfectly on our behalf. He is the, the sinless one. Uh, the Psalms will refer to him as uh, the righteous one or uh, the perfect man. In fact, Psalm 1 will say, Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Well, who is that man? The man. Well, that man that perfect one, 
the righteous one is Jesus. That's the, the active obedience of Jesus. But also the passive obedience, where he takes on our sin. He becomes our sin. He is the sacrifice. Uh, as Psalm 22 will reference, that he is the one who will be pierced for us. So the Psalms um, are about um, the ministry, the person, the work of Jesus. Uh, him fighting our enemies, fighting against the unholy trinity of uh, sin, death, and the devil, uh, this world. Uh, it's about his death and his resurrection, his victory over those enemies, his rule, his reign, his reappearing in judgment, uh, the creation of the new heavens and the new earth. So from start to finish, Psalm 1 through Psalm 150, it's about the person and work of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. And so we listen and we receive, we respond to that story of Jesus. So let me give you an example of this, Psalm 22. Uh, you'll hear it uh, from the words of Jesus on the cross, Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? So Psalm 22 is Jesus speaking to us hundreds of years before the crucifixion. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Again, uh, his active obedience, keeping the law perfectly, so he is the sinless one going to the place of death. His passive obedience, taking our sin upon him and so paying the wage for sin, uh, which is his, uh, his passion, the crucifixion, and his death. Verse 7, all those who see me mock me. They insult me with their lips. They they shake their heads saying, he trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him since he delights in him. Now, if you didn't know any better, you, you think that this is uh, the, the gospel, right? Uh, the gospel account of uh, the crucifixion. Crowd there insulting, mocking Jesus. If you are the son of God, come down from there. But again, Psalm 22 is Messiah. Messiah praying. Verse 14, I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have brought me into the dust of death. Jesus hanging on the cross. You recall the words, uh, I thirst. Then verses 16 and following of Psalm 22. For dogs have surrounded me. A company of evildoers have enclosed me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They look and they stare at me. They divide my garments amongst them. They cast, they cast lots for my clothing. Again, right there at the foot of the cross. So Psalm 22 is one of those psalms where Messiah is praying and we are listening. And in the Gospels, it's fully revealed to us that this is for the sins of the world. So a little, um, again, a little, uh, I don't like to call it uh, an assignment, uh, but rather a uh, excursion, um, an exploration of the Psalms. Uh, continue to, to pray the Psalms. Um, you know, work that plan that you put in place. Maybe a Psalm a day, uh, a couple Psalms each day, and then you'll have them finished in a month. Uh, maybe reading the Psalms in a week. But as you read them, look uh, and listen for that story of Jesus crucified, dead, and risen. As a little added excursion, spend some time exploring Psalm 22. And then go into the Gospels uh, 
and find those uh, accounts in each of the Gospels that seek uh, that reference the the crucifixion of Jesus. And so read those two together, Psalm 22 and the accounts of the crucifixion at the end of each of the Gospels. Again, always uh, let's remember, let's uh, take heart that we don't pray the Psalms alone. We pray them with Jesus. He's that uh, great high priest, not only the great high priest, but the sacrifice, uh, our Savior, our brother in the flesh. He prays for us, prays with us, prays in and through us. And uh, we learn to pray by praying these Psalms with Jesus.